Hey guys, and welcome to our second ever Horror Haven Spotlight episode. Tonight we're talking with Sylvester Barzi, the author of Planet Dead. Hey guys, I'm really excited to be here. We're excited to have you here. Ah, thank you, thank you. Um, do you want to do like a little background on the book or kind of where you got your start? Or Planet Dead's my first novel. The only thing I've written before then is a uh, collection of short stories. And so this year was my go-to year to get things published. Like I just sat down and decided that I was finally going to make my dream a reality. And I went out and did it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. I've been writing like most of my life, but I've only been taking it seriously for the past two or three years now. That's really exciting, though, when you, you decide to pursue something that you really love like that. Um, have you yeah. always been interested in, in writing like horror type novels or is, has it been different genres? Um, like it's only stuff that kind of like interests me. So it's always been horror because I've always been like a big horror fan. But for a while, I wanted to write comp books because I'm into superheroes and stuff. Well, but we're really into that. It's too. always <laughs> it's always been something like supernatural or geeky or something. But right now, it's it's yeah, it's mostly horror. All based in the South, mostly. Oh, that's awesome. Is it is that where you're from? No, I'm originally from New York. But us I live too. in the South now. Yeah, us too. <laughs> we're originally from New York, and we relocated to North Carolina. So, uh, But that's crazy. Yeah, I'm originally from the Bronx, and when I started, like two years after I started college, like I went home. I went home one weekend, and like the whole house was all packed up, and my mom was like, oh, I moved to Georgia. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so my whole family moved without me knowing, and... It kind of seems like they were hiding from me, but That's but crazy. it was just <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. My whole room is gone and everything. Wow, wow! I so can imagine. I I'd be up... pretty shaken up about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ended up switching schools and trying to be closer to home, oh. so I came down to Georgia. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, um, about the book directly, um, the main character in your book is a female named Catherine. Is that correct? Yes, she's Catherine. a really tough character she's super cool what was your inspiration for her when the book first started i was trying to like incorporate people i knew or friends i knew and everything but Catherine herself was just i just wanted to make like a really badass female that wasn't just running from things that she just took charge and killed zombies so that's that was my main goal for her and then as i wrote her she developed into more no she's she's an awesome character and when i was reading it i'm like finally like a lead character in a zombie like book that kicks ass that's a female, you know, because like there's yeah. there's there's zombies that are huge right now, you know, like that's a big, yeah. big thing right now. But they're always like the women are always like the the extras or the backing characters and, and to have like a, yeah. a tough, badass female in the front line. It was awesome. And it, and it really pulls you in, especially as a female reader. That was awesome for me. I, I really appreciated that. And that was probably the first thing I said to Dylan when I was started reading it. I'm like, she's a badass. <laughs> you know, she's tough, you know, and she doesn't care. Yeah. Like, she's like, you're going to slow me down. That's that. Like, I don't give a <laughs> shit about you. You know, she's tough. And I, awesome. I just love that. That's awesome. I'm happy that you liked her. When I first started writing it, it was before like Walking Dead was on TV. Like I started writing it in 2010 before I joined the military. So I started that and it was supposed to be like three stories that combined into one like massive novel. Mm -hmm. But over the years that 
that died down. So <laughs> now I saw that you're trying to release a, a second book to this. Is that correct? Yeah. Have you started work on that one? Yeah, I'm about three chapters in right now. I don't want to give anything away for people that haven't read the the book yet. Yeah. But yeah. it's uh it's definitely a nice nice twist on the story, and there's gonna be way more kills and a lot more blood. That's awesome. Hold on, I think Dylan has a question that he wants me to ask you. Hold on. <laughs> Well, I was thinking, like, um, for people who haven't checked the book out yet, could you give, like, a little, like, uh, summary, spoiler-free summary to people who may not have heard about it so that they okay. can know what they're getting into? Like that paragraph that would be on the back of a book. Yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, Planet Dead Bloodthirsty takes place in 2019, the summer of 2019 in Georgia, you know, kind of like in the Gwinnett area close to Atlanta. And it surrounds Catherine Briggs, who is presumed dead by her family because her car during the initial outbreak went off into the river. And so everyone thinks she's dead and she's trying to get to Savannah to to find her husband and her son. And she comes across a college student named Sue and Sue brings a lot of hell with her, basically. (laughs) Yeah, Sue, Sue, I feel, is the opposite character. <laughs> like, total opposite, scared, yeah. wants to run and hide from everything. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I think I think that's great, though, because you do have a contrast of, like, two totally different personalities in that book. And mm-hmm. they're both very well written. Like, they're both, you formed their personalities very well. Like, you made sure you knew, like, within a chapter of that character being introduced that they had their personality developed. Yeah, I, I, I love Sue. Like, I wanted her to be... I wanted her to be like this because Catherine's searching for her child. So I wanted her to be kind of like a little sister or a daughter that Catherine could yeah. take care of. But I just didn't want her to be too annoying. Yeah. No, I and I don't think she is. I, I think, too, that she has she has importance and she has she has depth to her. It's not like she's just like la-di-da college girl, you know, like there's depth yeah. to her. And she has a backstory that's important, you know. So I think going that route with her definitely added to the story. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. I, I want to say something too. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to read the book yet because we have one Kindle and Sierra's been like really <laughs> anytime we have free time, she's reading it. And um, that's awesome. But I know you had said something about like how you're into comic books and stuff, and it made me think because Sierra's explained to me like some of the plot outline of the book, and she told me about the Ringmaster. Yeah. And. Yeah. I, I, I'm really excited to check it out for that reason because talking about like comic books and stuff, if there's one thing that really draws me into any story, it's a strong villain character. Like I'm always drawn to a, like a villain or an antagonist and I just thought the second she told me about it, I was like, that is a really interesting concept. And it's so unique. it's unique it's, and it's, it's an interesting unique. concept. So I'm really excited. I told her, like, don't spoil anything for me. <laughs> but I want to check this out. There you go. Oh. There's, there's the next idea we're adding to it. You got to make it into a graphic novel when you're done. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah, I, I love the um, the Ringmaster. Like when I got to that point, like before I started writing it, I was sat down and I was just like, I just want to, I just want to explore something totally different that I haven't seen in zombies. Yeah, exactly. And, I, and that's what it, that's what I thought when I read that. When I got to that point, I was like, yeah. Oh, I've never, I've never even heard of this in relation to zombies this is very different and it's kind of it's fun 
in a horrible way. It's fun, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know? yeah, it's it's terrible. It's a terrible thing, but it's kind of hard talking about it without giving it away. Yeah. But I, you had this air. Well, it wasn't like it wasn't like an air or anything. You, they basically came out and told you what the ringmaster and his family does. But I, I really didn't want to put that like in the book. Like I didn't want it to be. I didn't want to show it. I just wanted it to be their backstory because I don't like diving into that kind of violence. Yeah. Like it's that. like it's known, yeah. but it's not overly discussed. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got that vibe. <laughs> so um, is there any other books that you're working on currently other than the Planet Dead sequel? I'm committed to two anthologies this year. Um, we love anthologies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of them is a... Uh, zombie-based anthology, which I thought was a pretty cool concept because it's taking all these zombie authors and allowing them to like write one-shot stories from their world. So I'm gonna write a one-shot story from the Planet Dead world in oh, there. That yeah, that yeah. So really I thought that was pretty cool. And the other one is I really don't want to mess this up. I think it's called Descent into Darkness. And the story that I'm writing for that, it's like a rock and roll ghost story. It's, <laughs> That's cool. It's all about this one, like, wild rock star from, like, the 90s who ends up um, committing suicide. But the urban legend is that he sold his soul to the devil and the devil came to claim it. And that oh, he has, yeah, he has this one song that he wrote about the deal that went missing and apparently if you the kids who are searching for this song think that oh it's gonna be like their holy grail they're gonna be rich they finally get to hear their legends last song but the song opens up a door to another world that they don't want to be in oh wow that's that's so cool you have some really unique ideas going on yeah i got okay so it's the anthologies the Planet Dead 2, and I have a mystery series that I'm working on. So those four things are supposed to be out this year. That's really, wow. You have quite, like, um, you're ambitious. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I decided to go um, all in on this. Since we are a horror podcast, I have to ask the question, what got you into horror? I wasn't the kid that wanted to sit down and watch it with you. I was the one that wanted to run. So I... <laughs> I'd take off, but uh, my older sisters, they weren't, they weren't about that. They, they were more about trying to torture me. So I remember <laughs> them forcing me to sit down and to watch uh, Candyman. And oh, yeah. yeah, I grew up in the projects in New York. So it freaked me out because it wasn't, it wasn't based in New York. I think, what was it, Detroit or Chicago? I, don't I know. think it was Chicago, but, yeah. Yeah. But the park, the park scene when he goes and you see that shady bathroom and it's graffiti. We had that park right across the street. I could see it from my bedroom. And I was just like, it's it's here. It's real. And I bugged out. And I ran into the bathroom and we had like our bathroom light switch was on the on the outside, which is perfect for torturing children. So they just locked the door and screamed Candyman over and over again. So I adapted. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely was the same way growing up with older siblings. They they definitely try and they push you to, to your fears, yeah. I think. Yeah, so, I mean, after a while, it was like, 
either keep being scared or just you know grow to love it and i grew to love it like i got addicted to nightmare on elm street and just like all the old classics i love it yeah no they're great and and that's how it's i think that's how it has to start out for everybody at some point you have to be scared yeah and even now watching horror movies like it's not it's not about not being afraid of them mm-hmm. it's that you kind of get you get you kind of enjoy the fear a little bit yeah yeah everybody enjoys like just just being spooked out a little bit, just a little bit. Like, I like it. Yeah, I know. It's fun. Um, do you remember what got you into writing? Actually, way back, I want to say I was probably like seven. Me and my, me and my cousin at the time, we were going we to write a – he was writing a story, and we decided we were going to write it together, and it was supposed to be for Halloween because it was close to Halloween. And it was kind of like – it was kind of like Edgar Allan Poe's The Black Cat – Cause it was, I knew it was about a demonic cat. I don't really remember anything besides that. But from that, I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. I, I could do things like that. And then I started like trying to draw comic books. And if the drawing skills would have gotten better over the years, I probably would have stuck with that. But it wasn't, it wasn't getting any better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then, like for a stint. I got lost in like poetry. I started writing poetry a lot because I thought I was deep. But then I got back into stories. Like I, I never thought I could write a novel. That's why Planet Dead was originally gonna be three stories that tie into one because then I was like, Oh well it's just like writing three short stories, that's easy. And then then I just decided to scrap the other two and just write about Catherine. So how long did um, Planet Dead take you to write? Seven years. <sighs> That's dedication, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, it was it was on and off for a while, and then um, then I got deployed. When I got deployed to Afghanistan in 2012, I had a lot of downtime, so I just started writing more and more chapters. And then people were reading it, and they're like, "Oh, I like this." And I just, so I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, maybe it could really become something." That's amazing. You must have been so excited when when it came out. Yes, I was. I was so excited. I've Actually, I was really excited when my mom found it because, like, I told her I wrote a book, but she's not into horror or anything. So, you know, I just expected that whole, oh, that sweet pat on the head thing. And then, <laughs> then her and my sister, like, sent me pictures of um, them. They they ordered my uh, short story collection because that's in paperback. And then she's like, I want the other one in paperback, too. And then they told me they're never going to read it because it's horror, but they want to have it. So... Oh, I wish they'd read it. It's it's not <laughs> too scary. Like it's not it's not to the point where, well, I, I guess it depends on your your level of horror that you like. But yeah, that's my awesome. Mom like any form of horror or my ghost. mom's the same way. <laughs> <laughs> moms, it must be a mom thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, do you want to let people know where they can find your books at to read them? Oh yeah, sure. Um, terrifying tales, which is my um short story collection that's only available on amazon but planet dead is available on amazon ibooks kobo barnes and nobles and i think oh yeah and um google play and that's just as digital copies correct yeah because my computer i'm using my wife's computer right now but my computer decided to give up on me so i have to get a new one and it's coming in on friday then i'm going to be able to format everything and get it into paperback. Oh, that's awesome. I love I 
I, I think that the idea of like a Kindle or like reading on your phone is really cool, but like at the yeah. end of the day, it's so nice to have a physical copy because there's no distractions. You know what I mean? Oh. And I love reading. Yeah, there's authors that are like, oh no, I'll never make a paperback because like like business wise, I guess they don't really sell too well. A lot of people just buy the digital copies, so they feel like it's a waste of their time. But I gotta have a paperback with my name on it. I've got to at least have something to prove to my son I did something. <laughs> I, I just, I don't think that paperback, like, even, I just don't think that they can be replaced in my heart because it's just, like, so rewarding to read that and get to the end. Yeah. And be like, yep, I finished something, you know? I, yeah. I love reading, though. Like, I've been into to reading, especially horror, forever. So when Dylan was like, hey, this author's, we're talking to this author. He wants us to read the book. I was like, I got it. I'll read it. <laughs> Give it to me, please. <laughs> right. So awesome. um, where can people follow you to keep up with what you're doing? On Instagram, Facebook, I'm Peter the Storyteller. And on Twitter, I am Storyteller Pete. You could, oh, and well, duh. You could go to my website, uh, com. I always forget the websites. I always yeah. remember Instagram and Facebook. And then I'm like, oh, website yeah. out the window. Is there anything else you want to add before we end our conversation tonight? No, uh, just, you know, just go out, get uh, find it dead, bloodthirsty, and let me know how you like it. Review it, because that's how independent writers survive. They survive by reviews, because if people don't see a review, they don't want to pick it up. Well, know. I'll definitely tell people they got to check it out. It's a really interesting take on a zombie story definitely worth the read um and it's not anything crazy that's gonna like have you like it's it's easily read easy to understand and it's a really fun book so definitely check it out and pick up terrifying tales because i love short stories oh and um find it dead will be an audiobook but it might i don't really know how long that process takes so i don't know if it's going to be out this year So this is going to be closing up our, our artist spotlight with Sylvester Barzi. We're really glad to have him on. Please, please, please check out his book, Planet Dead, Bloodthirsty, and his short stories called Terrifying Tales. <laughs> and leave him reviews. Let him know what you think and find him on his social media, which he mentioned earlier in the episode. Peter, the storyteller.